Hello everyone and welcome back to Chronic Pain and Paranoia. It's us! We're back! Mm-hmm. Emily's. And also, we have been getting this question recently, at least I have in person. If you guys don't know, the namesake of our podcast, me and Emily both have something called endometriosis Ooh. that results in chronic pain. Mm-hmm. And we originally became friends because we found out that we both have an affinity for the spooky things in life and also have a chronic illness so yes chronic pain and paranoia it's just a copy and paste basically yes we are the same person um emily's just a tad older and that's pretty much it just a tad and then it's copy and paste this world needed two of us apparently Mm -hmm. so today our topic of discussion was um wild that was the word that the word generator spit out, or I think I chose it, actually. Peace and love. You don't I need don't, to know I don't that. remember. It's fine. It's a word. It's a random word. Yeah. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. We'll see what cases we cooked up for you. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I watched anything spooky. I'll be honest. I was traveling last week, so yeah. And this is going to be like the same intro for me from last week Mm because we filmed two episodes every time we meet yes so anyway um my spooky things i'm trying to remember um i've been reading my victorian book of the dead oh okay interesting not much that i didn't know it's just like a bunch of pieced together things Mm -hmm. which is kind of interesting i was gonna do like as a topic on the podcast but then there's just not enough to... I can read a few he- things here and there. No, I get that. that makes sense. Maybe, like, someday we'll have a quick fire, like, compilation episode mm-hmm. of just stuff we know. Mm-hmm. Maybe Halloween we can do weird things. Yeah, because we are going to do a whole week of mini episodes and then one normal episode on Friday mm-hmm. for Halloween week. Mm-hmm. Let us know what you guys think about that um, on our Instagram or, you know... If you know us personally, I think most of you guys do, mm-hmm. which is fine. <laughs> yeah. There are a few randos out there. We see there you. There is. I appreciate them. We love you, friends. Anyway, Emily, how would you rate your pain today? Today, I feel like strawberry soda in the back of a car on a hot summer's day. <laughs> Specifically strawberry? Yes. Okay. Just exploded all over. You're rolling around trying to get the groceries, but it's hot and so it's sticky and it just explodes. That's how I feel. Nasty. Yeah. Um, today I'm going to take inspiration from your kitten, Penny. Ugh. I feel like um, she got her little claws into the back of my hip muscle and scratched all the way down. Just oh, ripped let it me up. tell you. My leg hurt so bad today, my right leg. My pain, like, radiates down my legs a lot. Mm-hmm. And my right leg has been numb since I got here. Oh. Because driving, like, made it mad for whatever reason. Interesting. Yeah. But not the penny would ever do that, to be fair. Not on purpose, at least. No, not she into might. my muscles. She might. Today, she was hanging off my leg with just her little claw. It hurt so bad. She got kicked out. I said... I know you don't mean to do this, but you're too crazy, so I give her a toy and I shut the door. She's gotten kicked out a lot today. She's been on one. Mm-hmm. She's... 
We're trying to redirect, but she's a little crazy. And with that, let's get started. This podcast contains sensitive materials such as violence, murder, paranormal activity, and other adult topics, so listener discretion is advised. While we do research all of our episodes, we are just two Emilys with a microphone and a passion for all things spooky. Take it with a grain of salt. All of our sources will be in the show notes for reals this time. Mm-hmm. So, Emily, this week I'm talking about a very famous case. Oh, okay. It's paranormal. Okay. Um, our word was wild. Yes. I yes. told you it was a paranormal legend. Mm-hmm. Based in the Wild West. Any ideas? Chupacabra? <laughs> Close. Really? Close. What is it? They're both Hispanic. They're both Hispanic. Mm-hmm. I don't I got nothing. My brain fog is so bad today. That's all good. La Llorona. La Llorona! I'm um, actually so excited about this. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna have to text my my former team lead about this. Yeah? She's gonna die. She's gonna die? She's gonna die. Well, she'll have to Shout correct me. Shout out Lorena. Shout out Lorena. Correct me if I'm wrong. Police. Um... She will. I love She's that. She's the one who yelled at me about saying that Jonestown was in South Africa instead of South America, where it actually is. Well, good. I need someone to keep me on track. She know? also yelled at me for not liking Eminem. <laughs> Did I say I if I had a stance on that or not? I forgot I totally admitted to the world that I thought there were two separate people. I don't... I don't think you gave any opinion on Eminem. You're like, he's a guy. And I was like, yeah. He's a guy. He's his mom's spaghetti. And yeah. I love that. I think he's old. <laughs> he is old. He has a daughter that's like 19 or something. Anyways. I'm 19 or something. I'm yeah. 20. That's weird. How old are you? <laughs> I'm 20. <laughs> ah. Ah. That's a great TikTok sound. Yes, it is. So, anyways, I'm going to get into this now. La Llorona, I can't say it right to save my life. I say it's so white. Um, if someone wants to come teach me how to say it correctly, that would be so fantastic. My husband, Bryce, speaks Spanish. He served his mission in Mexico. Was he excited about this case? He said, don't say it like that. <laughs> that's, that's my boyfriend when I say any Hispanic food, like horchata he <laughs> how are you supposed to say it not like that <laughs> or quesadilla or like uh, quesadilla at least like, i don't, say, least it like I don't say it like that yeah. yeah and i'm like it's worse if i try to have that accent because i took spanish in high school i know what it's supposed to sound like i can't my mouth doesn't make those sounds my mouth does not understand how to make those sounds can if you someone roll your would, r's it no okay i can a little bit but not very well i'm, so I'm not going to try for you whiter than white bread essentially mm -hmm. i would like to try i would love someone to come help me so please be patient with me today as i say la llorona as many times as it takes to get it right. Good luck with those cities, too. Good luck I didn't write any of them in here. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
So, she's been around for a hot minute. We're just going to leave it at that. Mm-hmm. She's been par- a part of Hispanic culture for a while. Um, she's said to be a tall, thin spirit and to be blessed with natural beauty and long, flowing black hair. She wears a white gown and roams the rivers and creeks, wailing into the night and searching for children to drag, screaming into a watery grave. Mm-hmm. Though no one knows when or where the legend began and the stories tend to vary, they are all mostly, they all mostly share the same fact. She's a spirit of a doomed mother who drowned her children and spends eternity searching for them in the rivers and lakes. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to say something and then my mind totally went blank. Isn't, like, in some of the stories, like, her husband died and then she, like, blamed her kids and drowned them? Like, stuff like that. Yeah, I'm going to get into both of those legends. Okay, sorry. How dare you? Just kidding. (laughs) I'll I'll play your game, Emily. Thank you for playing along. This is now Saw, and I'm the little, what's his name? Jigsaw? Jigsaw. On the little trike. That's me. I've never seen Saw, but I know who he is. Me neither. Okay. I'm not into, like, bloody gore horror. I'm not either. I'm like, eh. I'm not either. Slashers, that's what they're called. I'm not really a slasher person. Yeah. Like, I'm I don't think you can be when you know the things that we know. Like, I'm okay seeing it, like, it's whatever, but if that's the whole point of the movie, I'm like... Yeah, I don't like that it feels like they're glorifying. Yeah, I'm like, what's the point of all this fake blood? Except Iron Lung comes out, Mm. Markiplier's movie. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's the only time when that amount of fake blood's allowed. Didn't he low-key drown himself in blood? And then he had to go to the hospital? I don't know what happened. His eyes were really red. there was too much blood, and I feel like he drowned in it. Maybe. Something like that. Maybe. He didn't look good, though. No. For anyone who doesn't know, Iron Lung is a video game based on, um, it's like a submarine that goes to a moon or something, and it's on a blood planet in the blood ocean. That's probably why there's so much blood in the movie. (laughs) Yeah. And it's an interesting video game, but Markiplier from YouTube is making a movie about it. And it seems really interesting, and it's just timed funnily with all the submersible stuff. Yeah, he was probably like, oh no. Oh, shoot. Anyway. Um, anyways, yeah. So I'm going to get into the legends. La Llorona, or Maria, uh, was born into a peasant family in a humble village. Her startling beauty captured the attention of the area's rich and poor men. She's said to have spent her days in, a humble, in her humble peasant surroundings. But she would don her best white gown in the evenings and thrill men who admired her in local fandangos. The young men anxiously waited for her arrival, and she reveled in the attention she received. However, um, she had two small sons who made it difficult to spend her evenings out, and often left them alone in the evenings. One day, two small boys were found drowned in the river. Some say they drowned through her neglect, but others say they may have died by her own hand. Mm. And that's kind of where that legend is but i'm going to share the most well-known one which is the one that you shared okay yeah la yorona was a caring woman full of life and love who married a wealthy man who lavished her with gifts and attention i spelled itch gifts and attention i don't know what that's about however after she bore him two sons he changed returning to a life of womanizing and alcohol often leaving her for months at a time 
He seemingly no longer cared for the beautiful Maria, even talking about leaving her to marry a woman of his own wealthy class. Jeez. When he did return home, it was only to visit his children, and he and the devastated Maria began to feel resentment towards the boys. Also, I want to say I did get both these stories from legendsofamerica.com, where I get all of my legend stories. So she began to feel resentment. Mm-hmm. One evening, as Maria was strolling with her two children on a shady pathway near the river, her husband came by in a carriage with an elegant lady beside him. He stopped and spoke to his children, but ignored Maria, and then drove the carriage down the road without looking back. After seeing this, Maria went into a terrible rage, and turning against her children, she seized them and threw them into the river. As they disappeared downstream, she realized what she had done and ran down the bank to save them, but it was too late. Maria broke down into inconsolable grief, running down the streets, screaming and wailing. The beautiful Yorona mourned them day and night. During this time, she would not eat and walked along the river in her white gown, searching for her boys, hoping they would return to her. She cried endlessly as she roamed the river banks, and her gown became soiled and torn. When she refused to eat, she grew thinner and appeared taller until she looked like a walking skeleton. Still a young woman, she finally died on the river banks. Not long after her death, her restless spirit began to appear, walking the banks of the Santa Fe River when darkness fell. Her weeping and wailing became a curse of the night, and people began to be afraid to go out after dark. She was said to have been seen drifting between the trees and along the shoreline, or floating on the current with her long white gown spread out upon the waters. On many a dark night, people would see her walking along the river bank and crying for her children. And so they no longer spoke of her as Maria, but La Llorona, Children are warned not to go out in the dark, for La Llorona might snatch them, throwing them into their deaths in the flowing waters. Mm-hmm. So, current day La Llorona. The apparition is said to act without hesitation or mercy. Some say she kills indiscriminately, taking men, women, and children, or basically whoever crosses her path first. Yeah, yeah. Others say she just takes children and draws them to the water, their watery grave. Um, it's also used to scare children. Yeah, I, like, it's very similar to, like, the boogeyman's gonna get you if you don't go to bed or, like, you don't behave, like, that sort of thing, from what I've heard. We had, I think it was called Hair Hide and Bloody Bones. He lived in the dark part of our garage. You could get me to do anything if you scared me. I was terrified. I love it. Basically the same thing. But not really. La Llorona is actually a thing, and, yeah. um, and hair, hide, and right. bloody bones are probably something my great-grandpa made up. That's hilarious. That's so, so funny. Yeah. We watched, uh, an episode of, I don't even know what show, it was some sort of ghost hunting, a very, I don't know if it was Supernatural. I love Supernatural. I don't think it was, but it seemed like a very Supernatural-esque show, mm-hmm. where they, like, hunt different entities and stuff mm-hmm. and it was uh la llorona and we watched it in my psychology class on halloween one of the very first and episodes is based on her i think yeah um, and maybe it was that and i just didn't know it, yeah it starts with them like they're driving i'm trying to remember it's been so long since i've watched supernatural was it okay do you remember if like you know how usually in shows there's like a side plot going on mm-hmm that I remember the side plot was, like, their friend or whatever was trying to scare trick-or-treaters. Mm-mm. No? No. Nope. Okay. 
Sam and Dean live their own life. Okay. That's why I thought that it was not that show. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But my teacher, she, I think, was partially Hispanic. And she's like, you guys don't understand, like, how scary this is. No, no, I get it. I'd be terrified. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So now I'm going to share some experiences. Um, I got these from wearemetoo.com. Link is in the description. Have fun with that. Um, there's quite a few. I'm going to try and break them up as best I can. Okay. So this is one of the many stories my mother has passed down to my siblings and I when we were very young. I'm going to say about 9 to 10 years old, and they took place in Central America, El Salvador to be precise. My grandma one day was supposed to meet up with a friend to go to another friend's wake. Back then, people would stay all night morning at the wake with the deceased. My grandma was waiting for her friend where they had agreed to meet with, to meet, which happened to be near a little river creek. She sees this woman from far away, all in white, and my grandma says it looked just like her friend. Her name was Mary. So she's, yeah. So she starts following this woman, calling out for her, thinking it's her friend. She followed her by the river and then kept calling out for her, but no answer. It starts getting creepy when this woman is going towards these trees, away and away, and my grandmother started catching up. But as she was getting closer to her, she started to feel what she says. Her shoulders were big, her head felt big, and she couldn't move anymore. Oh. She was close enough to- Like a weight on her almost? Yeah. I think that's what they're trying to say. Sorry. It's like a Reddit post kind of. No, yeah. So there are lots of grammar errors. But basically, yeah, she felt a weight and couldn't move. Ooh. She was close enough to see this woman's face that was covered by a veil, and she said the woman's face was a skull. My grandma somehow came out of her shock and then ran as fast as she could. She said she felt as if she was running slow and wasn't getting away fast enough. Ew. These stories always gave me the chills, but have always been fascinating. She states it was Yorona or the Weeping Woman because she was walking by the river. They passed it and headed towards some trees. Please let me tell you if you want me to... If you want to read more stories like these, I'll be glad to write more. I do. Yeah, for real. Knock, knock, knock. <laughs> Hello, it's us. Um, then the next one. One night, it was just like any other night, I lived in a trailer with my mom and dad. My youngest brother was staying with my aunt this night. I fell asleep watching Jay Leno as usual. And when I woke up, I was on the sofa in my living room. The time was 4 a.m., which illuminated from the stove in the kitchen. The television was off, and normally I had a light on, but this time it was pitch black. I woke up and I heard a horrible screaming that was coming from in the far distance. Mm. The screaming was coming from a ditch that was a few feet away from my home. I heard it, and I thought I was hearing things. I asked myself, am I dreaming? Then I started to hear animals outside howling and whimpering. Mm -mm. Yeah, as soon as, like, animals are involved, I'm like, absolutely no No, way. No, yeah, because that, like, confirms that there's actually something out there you know Mm -hmm. yeah these animals that i speak of are cats and dogs as the screaming got closer the animals continued to cry the screaming was something i've never experienced before it sounded like i was in a big hallway and a woman was screaming her guts out down that hallway then in all of the screaming i started to make out words these words being said by whoever this was at 4 a.m screaming their guts out shocked me the woman said Oh, my children, but in Spanish. I don't know how to read Spanish, so I would try, but I don't know. So, 
Um, in a huge panic, I quickly got up from the sofa and ran to the kitchen, which was right next to where I was asleep. I turned the closet light. I turned the closest light and looked mm-hmm. around. The screaming didn't stop. In fact, the screaming only got closer and closer. I questioned my sanity at this moment. Was I going crazy or hearing things? Then I thought to myself, this is real and the animals are responding to it in a negative way. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I did what any other 11-year-old boy would do at a moment like this. I ran to my mom and dad's room. Yeah, girl. Same. I would run to them for everything. Same. Sorry, mom. Even if I am the age I am right now, I'd run in and be like, listen. <laughs> I just kind of lay there in shock and I'm like, Bryce, are you awake? And if he doesn't respond, then I just lay there and I'm like, well, tonight's the night to die. Penny parkouring off your head. Just. Yeah. Luckily, it hasn't happened since she's been here. That's good. Because I usually try to sleep when she's not bugging me. <laughs> mm. Um, I reached for my mom and shook her awake wildly. She woke up slowly, and to my amazement, the screaming faded away as soon as she woke awake. Mm-mm. I thought to myself, what the heck is going on? I told my mother, Mom, do you hear that? Screaming in the crying lady? My mom was half asleep as she said, go back to sleep. It's most likely just your imagination. I told her, no, this is a real place. Listen, yeah. don't you hear her? My mom quickly just said, you're dreaming, so go back to sleep. It's going to be okay. By then, the screaming had faded long away. Uh, like if whoever was screaming knew an adult was awake. Oh, I don't like that. Mm-hmm. I was terrified as I returned to the living room and quickly turned on the television as I left most of the lights on as well. I don't go back to sleep until the sun came up. I couldn't believe what I had heard and witnessed. I was treated like a crazy person, um, whoever I told my story to. It got so bad that I kept my experience to myself. To this day, I don't care what people think of my experience. I know what I heard. A couple of years later, it happened to me again. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. And then that's where he ends his post. Interesting. That's so scary. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. Emily, even if it wasn't La Llorona, what if it was a person screaming out there trying to pretend to be La Llorona? That is just as scary. What if it's just to, a like, person? To, lure people out of their homes. Who had a break. Yeah. It's like, you don't want to be out there either. You don't want them to find you either. No, like, even... <laughs> I'm so much more scared of people than I am, like, entities and stuff. Same. Same. Like, I can at least banish an entity. Like, that wasn't nothing. No. It was someone or something. Even if it was a bird, I'd be like, absolutely like, no way. Like that. <laughs> or it could be a mountain lion. Most people think, like, oh, the screaming's a mountain lion. Yeah. Or it's not any better. Mountain lions are scary. That it, thing can kill you so fast. I'm more afraid of mountain lions. Or more afraid of... Yeah, mountain lions, and I am of ghosts. I was trying to collect my thoughts. That's fair. I thought of Bigfoot, and I'm afraid of Bigfoot. <laughs> when we were trying to come up with the topic for last week's wood story, I was like, what am I afraid of when I go camping? And I'm like, Bigfoot. <laughs> you laugh, but I'm afraid of things that I don't know that are out there. I think that's what that fear is. Not a yeah. Bigfoot, per se, but the idea of something so large, it could drop kick me into the next century. Like, no thanks. Yeah. For the woods episode, I was going to do, like, an old-fashioned, you know, cabin murder. Mm-hmm. Something like that. But 
all of them were very clean cut cases for the most part mm-hmm. i thought that was kind of boring i wanted to do like a cabin Ugh. in the woods type situation or the appalachia yeah. mountains and then i just was like mine was in appalachia but it wasn't about appalachia things it was just about yucky man mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway which is just as scary fair but yeah anyway again <laughs> again things I are don't scary like people yeah um so this is the last one i'm gonna share okay I'm not as an experienced writer as many of the others are on here, but I'll give it my best. This happened to my ex-wife and I. It was during the summer when my family decided that we should all take a trip to Mexico to visit family. I was just about to join the Marine Corps, so my mother wanted for me to go see my family just in case something bad were to happen. Mm-hmm. At the time, I was pregnant with my I was with my pregnant girlfriend, who would later become my wife, and then okay. my ex-wife. Okay. Since she was pregnant, I didn't want to leave her alone, so I bought her a ticket so she could come with as well. With her being Caucasian with blonde hair and hazel eyes, made everyone around my grandma's house curious, and a lot of our extended family came by to see the beautiful American girl. After greeting everyone, we all started to talk about what had been going on since we had left. My girlfriend was sitting next to me, having me to translate parts of the conversation. One of my aunts, who knew I was into paranormal, brought up the subject of La Llorona aka the wailing woman my mom quickly told my aunt to shut up since she knew it would <laughs> get me both interested and scared regarding it but i was able to That's push our families right like, like don't shut get up. them started don't open the box <laughs> we'll be here all day everyone oh i almost gave away the bakery name everyone at underscores bakery like don't get them started they're that's like, like our my family thanksgiving though they're like don't don't talk don't about her it. Going. She'll never shut up about it. She'll question you for the rest of your life. No, 100%. Um, yeah. That's hilarious. Same, though. Um, but I was able to push my aunt to keep going. I mean, I was going to be a Marine after all, and I couldn't let a silly myth scare me. <laughs> Same. That's what we all say. And then it scares us, and we're sad. Yep. And then I still ask questions. She proceeded to tell us about how whenever she would sleep over at my grandma's house, at which we were currently at, if she stayed up late enough, she would be able to hear her wails, the wails of La Llorona. My mom rolled her eyes and jokingly pushed my aunt. The subject died from there since one... Well, hold on. I'm sorry, folks. My mom rolled her eyes and jokingly pushed my aunt. The subject died from there since one of my other aunts started to talk about her son and whatnot. Boring. (laughs) yeah (laughs) seeing at how serious everyone had gotten for a brief moment my girlfriend nudged me and asked me what we were talking about so i told her the myth of the wailing woman about how she in quotations drowned her children in a river and was destined to walk along the rivers of mexico looking for her dead children Mm. she of course laughed not really buying any of the paranormal stories no absolutely not i believe every single thing you tell me especially if i'm in a house a grandma's house That night, my parents decided that my girlfriend and I should stay at our old house where I'd grown up since we were both adults and needed our own space. The house was currently being worked on, so the bathrooms had no doors or working lights. The only doors the house had were the ones that led to the outside. They were fairly new, but were standard metal flimsy doors that a kick or a punch would make it rattle throughout the house. Instead, we had to use a candle and a flashlight for our light source. I remember we even used a bedsheet as a temporary door to give our room a little bit more privacy, even though it was only us two in the house. 
As the night went on, my girlfriend and I stayed up talking, and eventually we both fell asleep. I don't know at what time exactly, but something woke me up. I didn't have a cell phone, and my watch at the time was really cheap, so I wasn't able to tell what time it was. Looking down, I realized that my girlfriend had stolen the cover, so I slowly tried to steal some back. Bryce's whole life. As I was debating on closing the window that was located right above our heads, I heard a long wail. Mm. It was a long, distorted wail. I could hear the old raspiness in her voice, like as if she had been yelling for such a long time that her throat was getting ready to give out. But what confused me was that her wail sounded like as if it was being played through an old gramophone. Hmm. I don't know if it was the scratchiness of her voice or what exactly, but it sounded like an old creepy record playing over and over. She was wailing her her trademark, Oh My Children. That wail was what made her infamous, not just in the paranormal community, but with most people living in rural parts of Mexico. Yeah, for sure. My girlfriend started to stir and woke up. I don't remember if I woke her up on purpose, but either way, it was a a bad move of me <laughs> to do. <laughs> Sorry, that word's not allowed on our podcast. Um, since she would go to get, yeah, either way, it was a bad move of me to do since she would also get to hear the whales. Yeah, yeah. I was both excited and scared um, at the same time. A cold chill traveling down my spine just reinforced my fear. The whales grew louder, making it seem like as if she was slowly heading towards us. Side note, there is a myth that if you hear the whales close, she's actually far away, but if you hear them, she might be somewhere near you. Hmm. But if you hear them far, she might be somewhere near you. Oh, okay. Kind of like a trickery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My girlfriend asked me with a half smile, What the hell is that? Thinking I had asked my aunts to scare us, I motioned for her to be quiet and listen. Hearing my tone of voice, she knew something was wrong. Yeah, 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 for sure absolutely not she's like can we go home now i'm Mm -hmm. done i'm done i'm out another loud wail passed by echoing in the house my girlfriend started shaking terrified of what could be outside her house i had my left arm under her head and i could feel tears run down from her face to my arm it's so sad right each time the wail came she could shake a little and at the same time i would hold her close and this poor girl she's pregnant so she's so hormonal yeah like your emotions are so high she's probably feeling everything like so much more well and she's in a new place in a new country she's never been with only her husband being able to translate for her and like she doesn't know how safe this house is like how secure it is because it's in construction yeah so i understand the fear Doing the only brave thing I knew, I pulled the covers over us and tried to remain as steel as we could. You're like, shh, it's fine. (laughs) It works, okay? (laughs) The whales eventually faded out, and just as we thought that she had gone, we heard two wild dogs viciously fighting and slamming against our outside door. Oh my gosh. My girlfriend had grown attached to the stray dog we used to walk around my grandma's farm, so while we were staying there, he would always sleep on the outside door to wait for us and greet us whenever we would come out. The dogs, or at least what we thought were dogs, fought for a good minute, slamming against the door, snarling and barking at one another. Then, as sudden as the fight started, it stopped. But we attempted to stay for a little longer to see if we heard anything else, but eventually sleep took over us. The following morning, we walked out. We talked about what had happened. We walked outside to meet our stray dog, but he was gone. All that was left was stirred up dirt from the fight that had happened the night before. We never got to see that 
dog the rest of the trip. He usually would come around, but we just told ourselves that maybe he found a place with better owners who could feed him. I wonder if the dog protected them. Maybe. This all happened around 2008, and on to today, whenever I pick up my daughter, I would ask my ex about what happened in Mexico, but she doesn't like talking about it. I haven't been to Mexico ever since, and I don't want to start anything political, but California was part of Mexico, and there have been rumors of some people around uh, Tijuana in Southern California that have heard the wails of a woman. Okay. Yeah, I don't doubt it. Mm-hmm. Spooky. I meant to watch the movie in preparation for this. Yeah, I I heard that there was a horror movie based on it. Mm-hmm. I don't know how true it is to the legends because you know horror movies. Yeah, but yeah, that's why I wanted to kind of give it a try. Watched it. Let us know. I wonder if Alyssa knows. She's watched a lot of horror movies. Yeah, I don't know if she would mess with La Llorona though. She might. She tends she to mess with things with she everything. shouldn't. Yeah. Peace and love, Alyssa. I mean that in the best way possible. No, absolutely. But that is the legend of La Llorona. She's spooky. She's scary. She will snatch you and drown you. Yeah. Don't walk around rivers at night. Stupid. Um, this guy knew what to do. That last guy pulled the covers over, pretend like like, we don't talk about it. (laughs) We don't. We don't open the windows. We don't open the doors. No, we didn't. We didn't. We go to mm-hmm. sleep and we pretend nothing happened. Mm-hmm. And then we wake up and talk about it when the sun's out. Exactly. Glad we're all on the same page. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Emily. Okay. So I am going to tell you about Chris Kremers and Lizanne Frude. Okay. Ringing any bells? Not yet. It will. <laughs> no. Don't worry. All right. So... At the time of this event, okay, mm-hmm. Chris Kremers, 21, and Lizanne Froon, 22, were going for a walk through the forest around Baru Volcano in Boquet, Panama, when they disappeared in 2014. They had spent six months planning the trip and had been hiking around the jungle for two weeks before they went missing, having waved goodbye to a host family they were staying with on <gasps> April 1st. Yes. Are they German? They're Dutch. Dutch, okay. But You might have said that, and I was just trying European. to figure it out. I'm about to, so don't worry. Okay, thank you. I was like, wait, I do know this one. Yeah. Okay, sorry. So, more than two months later, pieces of their bodies were found. Their oh, cause oh, of death oh. cannot be determined definitively. Dutch authorities, working with forensic and search and rescue investigators, initially thought it was likely thought it likely the students had accidentally fallen from a cliff after becoming lost bad way to go yeah in the years since they went missing numerous theories have emerged about what befell them uh dick steffens a former detective from their home city of amsterdam speculated that chris could still be alive today having been kidnapped by a sex trafficker an ex-cop argued that the investigation into their disappearance had been botched by Panama police. Mm-hmm. I get that. Yeah. Um, others have suggested that the pair died in an accident, while several failed attempts to access Chris's phone have led to um, have led some to believe she died, leaving Lizanne to try and get help. The alarm was initially raised about the disappearance of the girls after they missed a private walking tour 
of Bouquet on April 2nd. A wide-reaching search of the jungle and nearby villages failed to find the women, leading their parents and Dutch detectives to fly out on April 6th. Ten days later, with no clear leads having been found, the investigation soon to wind up, a local woman handed in a blue backpack. She said she found it in a rice paddy along the banks of the river. I think that's like a rice field. Mm-hmm. Um, the bag contained two pairs of sunglasses, a small amount of cash, two bras, a water bottle, and Lizanne's passport. Also in the rucksack was Lizanne's camera, which contained 90 photos, which had been taken in the jungle on April 8th between 1 a.m. and 4 a.m. That's the spookiest part of the story. I know. Like, and a lot of speculation has come out because of these photos, mm-hmm. and I've seen a lot of the photos. Mm-hmm. And it's, it chills you to your core to yeah. look at these pictures. I think I watched a Mr. Ballin video. I think it was Mr. Ballin. And that's why I heard about this case the first time. This is pretty well known, but I will warn you now, we don't have a lot on this. Mm-mm. So this is just me giving you a spooky tale, pretty much. We love a spooky tale. We do feel bad for these girls. Oh, absolutely. This is my worst nightmare. Yeah, like, it's not to be like, ooh, spooky. It is spooky, but we also still respect the dead. Absolutely. And it's, it's like, cautionary tale. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, please be careful. Yeah. Only a few of the pictures retrieved from the memory card showed clear images, with most capturing near-complete darkness. So, most people think that the girls were using the flash of the camera to light their way, mm-hmm. and that's why it's just pictures of nothing, which, like, that's oh my terrifying. gosh, horrifying. It, like, almost makes me tear up because I can't imagine how scared they were. Because it's pitch black, because you're in the jungle, yeah. so it's not like you have moon or stars either. Because there's a, There's a canopy over your head. Yeah. There's nothing. Mm -mm. Uh, Only a few of the pictures, sorry, some of the images show the pair's belongings spread out on some rocks next to a plastic bag and sweets wrappers. Mounds of dirt and a mirror were also captured in the shots. Another of the images seems to show the back of Chris's head with what some have suggested is blood coming out of her temple. So it's like maybe... She, like, flipped the camera and took a picture to, like, see if there's something on the back of her head. Or mm-hmm. what if someone took the camera and was following them and they were using it to light their way, like, yeah. taking pictures of their stuff, taking pictures of the girl. Like, we don't know. Yeah, we, we don't, don't know. know. Yeah. We don't know for sure that it was them taking the pictures. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if they fingerprinted the camera at all. It doesn't really mention. Probably not. If someone else found it, they could have just... for sure and like it could have been cleaned off in the bag like we don't know Mm -hmm. um the identity of the person who took the images and why they were taken remains a mystery that's all we know the contents of the backpack also contained other clues about what may have been chris and lizanne's final moments i think i'm saying their names right sorry their call logs showed how they had desperately tried to call the police Over the course of four days, 77 phone call attempts were made, but only one connected in just for two seconds due to bad reception. 
Both of their phones finally ran out of battery by April 11th, 10 days after they disappeared. Police searched the area where the bag was found and discovered Chris's clothes folded neatly along a river nearby. That's Sus. so disturbing. Yeah. Um, two months later, a pelvic bone and a foot still inside a boot were found in the same area. Uh, the bodies of what most people accept belong to two women were found, to the two women, were found a short while later. While Lizanne's body had seemingly decomposed naturally, Chris's bones were a stark white, as if they had been bleached. That not good. I don't like that. <laughs> I don't no. like that. Their causes of death have never been determined. Uh, Dutch authors Maria, I think Maria West, and I can't see the name, I'm so sorry, believe that they had solved the mystery in their book, Lost in the Jungle. You can look up the book if you want to know their names. I'm sorry. <laughs> they argue that the deaths were an accident caused by flash flooding that is common to the area at that time of year. The authors told the Daily Beast, it was, it actually came as a surprise to us too, but our conclusion had to be that it was an accident. It took us quite some time to get there. Wow. And that's really all I have. Because it's crazy. There's so little on this case. Even Wikipedia. There's so little on this mm -hmm. case. But, like... But what we do have is so weird. Yes. And, like, one heartbreaking detail that I want to put in is they try calling the emergency number, like, the Dutch emergency number. And mm -hmm. then they remembered it wouldn't work. And then they started calling the one for where they were, Panama. Mm-hmm. It's like they were so desperate they didn't even think about that at first. Like, That's so sad. Uh, but it's like you have to wonder, were they being chased by something, whether that's like a wild animal, a person, mm -hmm. people, were they just trying to get out? Like, mm -hmm. you know, like at first, the possibilities kind of, are endless. Yeah, like at first it does kind of seem like they're just lost in the wilderness. Yeah. But then like her clothes were folded. Yeah. One remain was bleached. Like, and like... Why, when you have been lost in the jungle for 10 days, it, like, it seems like they wandered around where we're hunted or something mm -hmm. for 10 days, why would you take off your clothes and neatly fold them? Yeah. Especially when there are things like mosquitoes. And it's like, in the jungle, you're not going to want to, like, bathe in the river. No. That's not safe. Mm -mm. And they're not, like... I don't want to victim blame or anything. Like, these girls aren't stupid. Like, they're no, grown like, women. They're not going to do that. I don't know. They were smart. This whole thing feels so weird. Yeah. And, like, you know, the initial theory, one of the initial theories I read, a detective back home thought that it was possible one of them had been trafficked. Mm-hmm. It's like, maybe there were traffickers in the area maybe there were like people in the area who may mean them ill will mm -hmm. i don't know the bleached bones well the fact that their bodies me. were found where they were and lost only pieces. yeah makes me think it probably wasn't traffickers though no of course i'm just saying it um it leads me to believe that there's a possibility that there could be dangerous people in the area 
Oh, I 100% believe there's dangerous people. There's dangerous people everywhere. Absolutely. I just don't know that much about Panama. <laughs> Me neither. I know that pirates went there for gold. It's the bottom of... Where didn't they go for gold? Exactly. I just know it's a big pirate place. Yeah, for sure. I don't know. This is one of those cases that, like, makes you think real hard. Uh, if you want to see the pictures, definitely look them up. I don't know if I will post any of them because it is kind of disturbing. Mm-hmm. Like, not content-wise, necessarily. No, because it's a lot of nothing except for the one of her head. Yeah. And, like, the there's pictures of their stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But... I don't know, something about that doesn't sit right with me. Yeah, like, once you know what they are, you're like, oh. It's really disturbing. Yeah. But, yeah, that's all I have. What do you guys think happened to them? Let us know. Yeah, I'll leave a question on this episode so you can answer. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, comment on Instagram. Let us know. Anyway, that is all we have for you guys this week. Thank you so much for listening. Remember to rate, comment, review, subscribe. Follow us on our Instagram at Chronic Pain and Paranoia. Um, plug in your heating pads. Take your meds. And stay spooky. Stay spooky. Goodbye. Goodbye.